this is a very difficult subject. I'm sort of really, sort of say happy and grateful to you people that sat there and listened at least. Um, but since I started counting these six of them, and that one comes to last. But it is very important for us in our total life, our spiritual life, and even our material life. It is a very important point where this deep subject of I, this is the all connecting the link of all anger, attachment, hatred, jealous, and uh, pride, all of them are linked up together with the individual on this particular point. So it is an important point. It is an easy subject. We all know we can get rid of it easily. Everybody will be cleared all ignorance and become enlightened. But it's not. It is very, very confusing. A total confusing. Even, even to recognize, to recognize what the ignorance really here is, it's difficult. Even to see that I is something deeper inside is also difficult. So it shows how deep-rooted this ignorance really is within us. When we try to clear this ignorance within us, it becomes so difficult. It is obvious. It is so deep-rooted. Even to recognize, it becomes extremely difficult complicated, boring, and can't find, can't figure out what it's talking about, what is all about this, just can't even find out. And that is ignorance. Sort of this deeper ignorance is the nesting doll, okay? Yeah, to see the nesting doll is difficult. You don't see it. And once you see it and you started opening up and to get out to the real point is even more difficult, right? I mean, it's very easy, you can go on a toy shop, you may have it there. But if you sit over here and don't move, and it's very difficult to see. Likewise, if we don't look carefully, we don't see it. And if you look, you can see it. Difficult, but you can get it. So once you begin to get that clear, that is the, the root of ignorance. Not only, I mean, that is the ignorance. Not only this is the ignorance, but this is the source from which all our anger, jealous, hatred, even attachment, all of them come from there. It is not me is responsible for my anger. It is this ignorance is responsible for my anger. It is not me who is responsible for the, who is not the source of my hatred. It is the ignorance of me being hurt and wanted to take revenge. So that's why this hatred is in there. Likewise, is not necessarily me, the beauty nature, but this ignorance I 
is the very possessor. And see any nice and wonderful things wanted to belong to me, the ignorant. It wanted to be my control. It is not the beautiful I, who is the Buddha nature, is not the person who are fighting for the control issues. It is the me, the ignorant one, cannot let go, lose my control, to fight for the control issue. It is not the beautiful for Buddha nature me, who cannot stand the slander, but it is the ignorant me who cannot stand the slander people put out. Who will always like to react and counter-react and make me helplessly controlled and act under its own influence. The certain part of wisdom which I have within me will turn, do not like to follow that control coming from that ignorant I. So I have pull and push within me. I struggle within me, fight. Yes, no, pull, push. All of them is the struggle that I, the beauty nature of the wonderful I and the ignorant I. Who is holding whom? Is the mystery within us. Once we begin to see this, once we begin to clear this, and this whole mystery of our life is getting resolved. That is the ignorance, which is really the source of all the mystery of life. According to the Buddha, at least, and according to the old Tibetan teachers, and that's what it is. That's why the Buddhist make emptiness is a big, famous subject. So when you begin to see, when you clear that ignorance, then it becomes empty. Whether that emptiness is empty or not, that the ignorance I has been cleared, then it really becomes empty. It is not empty of not having something, but empty is really an open space, completely open openness and space. That's what real emptiness is about it. If you just keep on thinking, it is empty. If you just keep on thinking, it is not really true. If you just keep on saying, oh, it is a delusion. If you just keep on saying, oh, it is a dualistic mind. It may be good thought and a good idea, but not going to reach anywhere. Because ignorance is so powerful. It controls almost our life today. Most of our life is controlled by this very ignorance. And that's why we have everything is limited. Everything is limited. Everything is a struggle. Everything is limited. We can't see it. 
You can't understand? We won't know what's happening. We will not know what's going to happen. All this because of this ignorance. The moment you clear this ignorance, clear void, is within you, or within your own mind. The psychic people today see something very limited, but they see that is the karmic psychic power. It is not an absolute, clear, faultless vision. So that's why 60% right, 80% right, 90% right, never 100% right. That's what it is. Because there is ignorance blocking it. Once you clear that, there is no obstacle for whatsoever. It is open like space. Totally. That is, that's what it is. That's what ignorance does. Not only that, and this particular ignorance is so harmful, the object on which they are concentrate is particular ignorance, which is a part of my, part of me. It is part of my pop. It almost, you can say, part of my mind. It is focusing on contaminated continuation of me. The purpose of this ignorance is to remain me contaminated as much as possible. The purpose of this ignorance is that me continuously function without control to myself. It puts me completely confusing state. There's no wisdom, there's no clarity. So everything I have to guess, stagger. That is ignorance. The earlier presentation, what I did, is based on the traditional thing. And what did I really do to individuals is like this. And that is ignorance. So when you talk about wisdom, now the transforming of that is the most difficult one. And then it is nothing, nothing can do anything to this. Actually, like generosity, love, Compassion, perfect morality, all of them can never do anything to this. It doesn't even harm them. Not hurt this ignorance at all. It's not a direct argument. No matter how much you go and say love compassion, spend years and years love compassion, love compassion, and doesn't matter, nothing happens to this ignorance. Nothing, really, nothing. The love will not hurt this ignorance. The light will not hurt this ignorance. So the love and light will never hurt this ignorance at all. Even the Buddhist tradition texts said, since it is not a direct opponent of ignorance, therefore can never destroy it. Never. So the only the wisdom can do it. 
So only the wisdom can do it. So if you say, okay, in that case, love, generosity, and all this has no purpose. Yes, it has a tremendous purpose. It is great. It is a wonderful thing to do. It builds up tremendous merit. And there is not a direct opponent of this ignorance. doesn't do anything on that directly. Indirectly, yes, they may reinforce. They may do all this. But it directly is not. So directly, what can cut the ignorance is the true wisdom within the individual. True wisdom. Wisdom really sees why is this somebody Mr. Big in there? Yeah, that's a big I in there. It looks like individual, you know, our individuals, Saddam Hussein inside. That's what it is. Yeah, really. Sort of, uh, today, if you look at most American, generally, if you don't think some kind of projection of Saddam Hussein is somewhere over there with something, you know, like a, like a little thing for maybe, you know. That sort of idea we have. And that is, that is, the, that is the real Saddam Hussein inside, is that ignorance. So it is only the wisdom can direct. Actually, really, seeing it has nothing in there. It has no power. It has no, there's no such a creation in there at all. So that's why they give you the traditional Tibetan teachers, Buddhist teachers will give you idea when you go little darkness, you see a little rope over there, and you look at that, and then you see, oh, here is a snake. And you call that, you label that and say, here is a snake. Then you're afraid. You go near, oh, the snake may bite me. I can't go near there. All these sort of things we created and do it. But if you see it, that is not really there, is no snake. It's a piece of rope. When somebody put it out, you disappear all the fear within you. Another, another famous example by the earlier Tibetan teachers is, you know, because there's no car or nothing of that sort. When you're riding a horse, going somewhere else, you see little lump of whatever, little formation of a rock or piece of wood or something. You're going your horse a little bit, you say, oh, somebody's coming from there. Right? And you keep on going on the horse, going on somewhere, and that, that somebody is not coming at all. Another third person comes in afterwards. And you say, well, what happened to that guy who's coming on the horse? And you say, which one? He said, oh, so it's still there. It's not coming. It's coming, but what's happening? He said, there is no such call. Somebody coming on the horse. I simply saw there as a piece of wood standing on the road. Nobody else. And then your idea of another person coming is it's gone. You may be afraid of that person. It comes here. It may have a gun. It may shoot me. It may kill me. It may rob me. All this sort of thing you get developed. All this. And when you see that, it's not a such a person. It is gone. That's why it's called a dualistic mind. But by telling you it's not there, it's not enough. 
you have to understand is not there. Without destroying the fundamental basis of me, if you destroy the fundamental basis of me, you've gone too far. Without destroying the fundamental basis of me, and uh, and say there is nothing to be afraid of it. Where is that fear come from? There is nothing to be afraid of it. Then it becomes wisdom. It is a subtle. It is very difficult. It is very subtle. If you go too far, you become uh, what they call it nihilistic. If you go, not go enough, they will they call you existentialistic. So the true wisdom is the balance between the nihilistic and the eternalistic. Eternalistic and a nihilistic. When you be able to balance that, you will begin to touch the ignorance. You begin to point the finger on the ignorance within ourselves. And that is the beginning of opening of our wisdom. So, this ignorance, I do not know whether you transform or not, but you have to clear within ourselves. Once you clear this, all our emotional problems of a high law hiding behind, occupying the corner, high law, all of them has been taken care of. Because they all come from there. It is simple for me to talk, very difficult for me to practice. It's easy to talk difficult to handle. That is the subject of tonight's talk. That's the point. And it is our lifelong problem. If you believe in life after life, reincarnation, this has been the problem of life after life, and it will continuously be problem of life after life. When you take care of that, will be liberated. This is basic introduction to ignorance. Thank you. Yes, sir. Now, Mr. you just talked about balance. You referred to not destroying the fundamental me. And that concerns me. Is that the small me? The, the self, the small eye within, or are you talking about the bigger eye? I don't know what is a big eye. I don't know what is small eye. But what I do know is that I, who is the basis of my function, that is, that is, I'm going, I'm sitting, I'm eating, I'm cold, I'm hot, I'm pain, I'm happy. That is the I which has to be the me. But I is the founder. I've been in that big dark eye. Yes, you're right. That's a big eye. See? I'm saying that big dark eye. You know? <laughs> that, that is the dark here. I mean, without the light. Without the light. Something in the darkness over there, hiding, functioning, 
which is, does not really depend on anything independent of its own. It may disappear if I die, or it may continue, but it doesn't depend on anything. As long as you see it's depending on something, then you'll begin to see it's not there, of independent of its own. Because when I depend on somebody, I cannot help myself, so I depend on. I cannot stand by myself, so I depend on something else. That's basically, right? Basic, normal. They use as a walking stick as example. And I cannot walk by myself, so I depend on the walking stick. Basically, when you're carrying a walking stick, you cannot walk by yourself. You cannot stand by yourself. You don't have the capability of standing by yourself, so you depend on. The moment you see that the big eye does not have the capability of standing by itself, it is exi- very existent. It depends on so many combinations of impermanent objects related to me, my body, my mind, all of that. Then you begin to see, hey, where is that big thing in the dark? Where is it? Is it really not there? But that doesn't mean I'm not here. If, I, if you destroy the eye, that's gone too far. If you don't destroy that big eye, hiding behind everything. When you try to see, you may even see a letter I there, big one. That is our problem. Maybe bigger than our body. Maybe seven foot tall, and uh, I don't know, whatever the land is. I got to be the big one, so. <laughs> well, that's basic introduction of ignorance. I'm sorry, it's very boring. But that is the problem of our total problem, according to the Buddha. Even the Hindus will say it is there. That is the difference between Hindu Buddhism. Difference is the selfless and the self-existing. Even in among the Eastern religions. Anyway, that is a philosophical matter for philosophers to worry. But what do we have to worry is where is our problem, emotional problems, and our delusion, our attachment, our anger, and our fear, where it's coming from. Out of eight fears of the Tara, which we have Tara's protection for against eight fears, I should have said, and that the fear of ignorance is giving as an example of the fear of elephant. The elephant who is not trained, the training of the elephants, what they do is they use sort of iron hook. You know, if you see the, how the elephants are turned, they use iron hook and the hit is the ear behind the ear of the elephant. Probably this is the most sensitive area. But the elephant is so huge, and if you're going to punch it, it's not going to happen anything effect. So sort of they use the iron hook behind their ear somewhere, some kind of a sensitive area, they hit it. 
So that is how they train the elephant. So if it's consistent number of mutations, so it is the the monster monster inside me is not being controlled by the awareness and alertness and awareness of the, the iron hook is not controlled that. In addition to that, the elephant was drunk totally. Drunk. And we've been drunk by the massive anger, attachment, and all this. Sort of we've been drunk. And so we have no idea the elephant also drunk. He has no idea where he is going. So naturally going in the wrong road. And the nurse is angry. So therefore it has huge things are coming out, going to harm to anybody come on the way. If you know elephant, you know if a donkey elephant comes on the road, what do you do? You have to run away. I don't know why they use the thing as a, a task, as a task, as a, as example here. But elephant really step on the human being rather than bite. But 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 angry elephant will show the task and they make a huge noise. So that's what they have said, fear of the elephant, which is the ignorance of good and bad. Because it's drunk, so goes in the wrong way. And whoever comes on the way, they destroy. So naturally, our monster within ourselves, who's going to come on the way except me? Right? So it's a threatening to our total spiritual life. This ignorance has one more thing in here. So out of those ignorance which I put it up like reinforced by one and one, Sort of the wrong view and the bad view is again, again, is set up like a thief here. The fear of the thief. What does thief do? Bad behaving. And of bad behaving, so it destroys the person, whether it is in the city or alone by itself somewhere in the woods. And uh, they're threatening them, people have to be afraid of them. So they will bring the individual down, give you a difficulty. It provides you the either existentialist or what you call internalist or nihilistic views. They will provide you and it destroys the peaceful means of living or it destroys happiness and a peaceful means, and that was like a thief. There's another additional thing on the ignorance. Everything has a one-one, but ignorance has a two. The elephant plus thief. So that's it. The ignorance is the one who steals our own benefits within ourselves. That is thief inside. If you have a business, and within your business, if you have a thief in there, you're never going to make it. 
as we all know, right? Bhutis will be stealing all the time, no matter wherever they are. Likewise, the ignorance is inside is stealing all our built up of the virtue and the benefit. That's what it means. Destroy whether you are in woods by yourself alone, or whether you are in the cities within the people. But there's somebody stealing all your benefits within you, inside. That is the key within the house. <laughs> See, in the movies they show, right? You put the teeth inside and put lock outside. Right? You lock from outside and put the teeth in it. So just like that. This is the spiritual teeth and the spiritual blanket, fearful elephant. That is more than good introduction of ignorance. Thank you.